I just want to say this one little thing. This like it's one of those super like American things. Like, yeah, that's might be what you do there, but this is what we call it here. And like the Netherlands, they call they cut their their type of cheese. They call it ca like kaas. That's how you pronounce cheese. It's kaas. Gouda is what we call Dutch cheese. Gouda, but over there, you just called it's Dutch cheese. Town. Yeah, Dutch cheese is Gouda. So um, that's just the way they make cheese, though. It's kind of like how the Japanese call a sword a katana, but we just call it okay. That's what their version is. Yeah. There though, it's just like they almost kind of like label the cheese, like whatever, because the cheese is a big deal there. Whenever you buy cheese, it says what town it was made in, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Well, technically, this isn't Gouda or or Hauda, whatever. It's this is actually uh, from this town, so it's blank that town, Kass." I'm like, "Really? Like, yeah." So you mean America just said, like, so you said like so basically so Americans just said Gouda's easier to remember. Like, yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. <laughs> just, so rather than calling it just Kass or Dutch cheese, we just call it name after the w one town where it's made. One town where it's popularly made in, and that's why we call it that, just because it's just easier to remember for us. It, well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm going to say this, like, in a small country, I feel you can name shit after towns, but uh, you can't do that, like, in the U.S. That'd be, like, way too much to remember. Oh, I'm not splitting hairs on, like, oh, is this cheese, is this Rotterdam cheese, or is this Gouda cheese? Tastes the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not splitting hairs on that. Like, I don't I trust those cows of... from that other town. <laughs> They're up to yeah, no exactly. good there. There's no, there's no good grass-eating fucks. Well, your cows eat grass, but it's different grass. Yeah, yeah well, I no, like it, it from the corn a... cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, like well, cow-eating grass? I want me and corn, like a big bag of corn nuts right there. <laughs> that's my kind of cow, you know. That's give, what's give, him, like... give him some dish premium and just have him like, lounge on the couch. Or her, I, I should specify, it's not the man. <laughs> We're not jerking a cow off right now. Not yet, at least. <laughs> to make our or, or maybe we are. Maybe that's the secret sauce. It should have just got out. But you know what I mean? It is what it is. Yeah. So that's just one of those things. They just... <laughs> here we call it... Here we call it Gouda. There they got a name for it for whatever town it's from. So... <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah, I'm just, I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. This, just, just those different names. Just the small just the small little differences there and so on. To name your stuff and so on. I guess it's like... I guess that's almost equivalent to like the champagne thing that... It, 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 you know, champagne literally has to come from France's champagne, or else it's just sparkling wine. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, so it's the same boat. Okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, if, if you get champagne from California, it's just sparkling wine. It's not champagne. If you get Good champagne from down the street from uh, Champagne, France, it's not actually in the, the zip code district. It's just sparkling wine. <laughs> fuck, the, fuck those, like, outsiders. Isn't there, like, a Paris in um, Idaho or something? Isn't there, like, a Paris somewhere in the United States, but it's in nothing like or fancy or anything like that? There, there probably is a few of them. There probably is, like, you know, in a sense, a bunch of French dudes just move into a community and be like, yeah, new Paris. Well, that's what East Coast is. It's all named yeah. after, like, European town. Just the New York, you know, so. I like it. So it's like, it's like, fuck England, but you know what? We're going to just name everything after England. But I thought you hate those guys. Yeah, we haven't got a lot. Of Some things never leave you. What can I say? <laughs> you know. All right, ready to record? Oops. Oh yeah, we're already here. Hello, welcome to the old man. Oh, we're already here. recording. Shit. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> I don't even know if that shit was funny that I was saying. <laughs> you and your gouda. You're just oh, walking around, just like try putting different goudas on like different burgers and so on, just looking like the hamburger guy from like uh, Popeye. What the hell's that guy's name again? Um, the hamburger. 
No, is it really his Popeye. name? Popeye. Yeah. Oh, 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 um, Wimpy. Wimpy, yeah, there we go. Yeah, because I said the Hamburglar's from uh, McDonald's. I don't know why you said you you said night you said Popeyes and I heard you say Popeyes but I just heard McDonald's yeah so I just saw so, me just running around like with a mask like Domino mask <laughs> there goes another fucking American <laughs> no it's like back stateside well I don't, I don't know if walking around be, being called wimpy and eating burgers over there is probably the greatest thing either but <laughs> no slapping Gouda cheese on your burgers as you're walking down the street yeah no. But uh, hello, welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. Um, if, if people, this is their first time tuning in, last week and change, I've been, or last few weeks, um, I was overseas, I'm back stateside, but I am still adjusting to time change, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, exactly, you know, and uh, we're continuing our Evangelion Marathon, now on part 2.22. You cannot, you cannot advance. Don't you fucking try to get ahead in life, you can't advance. That's what this movie's telling you right off the bat. They're like, you know what? You know, just because your dad doesn't let you come to the fucking t-ball games anymore and he's got a new kid that's kind of like a half kid, half mom, half wife, you know. I know that's more halves than there is halves. Doomsday but... Key, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But you know what? When, you, when you're leading, like, a, the head defense network of the world, you know, because we all know we can't leave it up to anybody but the Japanese to make sure this... Uh, angel problems taken care of. But that's how I sort of feel in Evangelion. They sort of mention these other places, but it seems like everybody else is a bunch of fuck-ups. <laughs> well, it's also one of those things where they say, like, okay, well, ever since the third impact, because they... Here's the thing with the show. They do things about, like, they address things that I feel like a lot of giant robot things don't address. Like, oh, yeah, we can only have um, three Avas on a continent, given the uh, Vatican Treaty or whatever just for in case of an angel attacks here or angel attacks there. I'm like, well, it's <laughs> I love Japan. I just love how like, it made it feel like after World War II, they wrote that up there. So, like, okay, I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but when it comes to the giant robot war time period, I want to make sure <laughs> <laughs> that we got this sealed up. Be like, oh, okay, here he comes again, you know. You. One. <laughs> well, it's just the whole idea of, like, I feel like a lot of shows don't really address that kind of thing. But in this, they they kind of go out of the way. At the same time, though, they're just kind of let, letting these kids, like, run loose around the city, even though, like, oh, yeah, you know, I know they have, they say Secret Service is always watching them, and the, the, the first of the remakes kind of got that more across than the show did, even mm-hmm. though the show, this show kind of mentioned it here and there. But at the same time, there's certain things I feel like they really go out of their way to let you know. But granted, I think for the way how, because this is where they start changing things up, because half of this is what you kind of expect from the original show half this is different and i think for that plot point that really where things really change they really had to bring that up to give logic and give reason to why to why yeah and i still love how it's like once once even though we got the secret service watching god forbid can you kids stay here you know <laughs> at our government buildings now we want you living off-site especially ray she, you know what G- give her the shitty fucking apartment at the end of town well, I also, like, there's a whole part where it's like, I can't. I'm having dinner. I'm, I'm having dinner with my, with your, with my, uh, surrogate father flat slash clone dad or whatever. Because basically, Ray is, for people who don't know, Ray is spoilers, but I think people know by this point, if you're watching. I think most people who've seen the rebuild have seen the original. 
Ray is a clone of Shinji's mom, as well as the Doomsday Key, Lilith. Mm-hmm. And he treats her kind of like a daughter still. So it's just kind of like, I want to have dinner with my wife, but she's 14. <laughs> you know? And like I love the riveting conversations every dinner. Like, Commander Akari, do you like having dinner? Yes, I rather enjoy it. Do you like having dinner with people? Yes, at times when I'm not too busy. Would you like to have dinner with Shinji? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Shit, no. We gotta limit. We gotta. We gotta pump the brakes here. He's your kid, but he's your son, though. Yeah, I know, but still, I'm just. Something's you know, just ain't ready for you know. You know, I'm kind of a more of a daughter guy, not really a son one. You know, and <laughs> it was just it was just hard to kind of. You know, I mean, at least you win your t-ball games. You know, Ray. That's why we keep you around. We like you around here. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, you're all. It's just that the whole team is all just Rays because you're you're a fucking clone. So yeah. it's all. So you all have the same batting average. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, I mean, I know that's kind of programmed in there. But you know, try programming into Shinji, but it's kind of a fuck up. Just saying, you know. I mean, I guess I like him in a way. Not love him. Like him. I like him like, uh, like, I don't know, like, like that kind of kid behind, like, the 7-Eleven who, you know, just doesn't say much and just kind of hands you your change and calls it a day. Like, I like him, like, about that much. That or kind of like, you know, a nice succulent in the on the window seal. You know what I mean? Like, I want to water it, make sure it survives, but if it doesn't, uh, I'll just go to the store and get another one. I just want to make sure there's glass between, you know, the succulent mimics. I don't want to hear it. Well, it's a succulent. Oh, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I also love how that scene, too, is because, like, they're sitting there talking. It just it reminds me of, like, Citizen Kane, like, when they have, like, the table gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Or, or even, like, 1989 Batman, like, when he has the date with Vicky Vale, how they're just on the... <laughs> the just, far... Just far, so... far, just eating, drinking cold soup. Yeah, exactly. You know, but um, but yeah. So they, it's like, and then it's like, I love how Ray is just like, it's like, I'm gonna make a nice dinner and invite all my somewhat friends over, but just so Shinji and her and his dad can get together. That's almost mine's like one of those ones like, oh, Ray's gonna make it at her apartment. Uh, well, have you seen what it looks like there? I mean, I don't want to be rude or anything, but how can we get out of this? I I don't think she's ever cleaned once there. And I I don't believe she's going to clean just because she has guests over. I don't think she gets that concept yet. Well, I think it's also just kind of funny, the idea of just, like, she she's like, who is this man? Mr. Clean? You know, she's just, like, looking at a bottle. Like, <laughs> is Mr. Clean trustworthy? Is he clean? Well, well, he's not a man. You, you spray it around the house and you wipe it down. Like, I believe I can do that. Okay, great. That'll be, that'll be $7.50. <laughs> oh, I need money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're at the convenience store. I mean, I, I I know it's a convenience, but it's not a convenience for me to give that to you for free now. So, um, yeah, Miss, uh, yeah, you you're not getting just, that. Just goes home anyway. Just like, oh fuck it, you know. The, the like, who am I trying to impress? Really, it's for them, you know. But um, at this, oh good. I was gonna say, I, I love how also they can afford to have the secret service guys all around all these characters, but God forbid, can they just have one like you know. Secret Service guy be the maid for them or something like that. Can't just one guy come in and just run a mop and a duster a couple times, you know, do a little bit of vacuuming. You know what I mean? Well, like, then you get other nerd employees saying something like, okay, yeah, so the the fucking kids fucking jerking off in the socks into the co- onto the comatose girls in the other movie, yeah, they, they get a fucking cleanup guy, but we got a... Fu- oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I show up to work on time. 
I still have to fucking bend over backwards to get my fucking health care, right? Yeah, exactly. These fucking kids not only get, you know, secret service that fucking go invisible, you know, and, but yeah, they also get a cleaning maid. You want to know how much my down payment for my, for my fucking health insurance was the other day? $400. $400 for two fucking pills. Jesus fucking Christ. That's what the other guy points like. He's like, hey, you, you, you know, you don't need the health insurance for work. You know, you can just literally go out and get any of your own plan. Like, oh, no, 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 no. No, I want kind of out of sight, out of mind. I want to just take it out of my paycheck. You know, just be like, <laughs> I, you know, I think you're really making this more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, um, this is the two guys in the control room. The dude with the glasses and the dude with the long hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> It'd almost be like Cabin in the Woods, where you just kind of got, like, the, the workplace banter. You know what? I didn't think about it till you just brought it up, but that Cabin in the Woods thing in comparison to Evangelion, I can kind of see that. I mean, I know that they're never the main focus, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're dealing with this end-of-the-world shit stuff all day, and they just have this casual banter going on, and... There, there were, in the show, there were moments where, I don't remember their their Hugo was the guy with the glasses, and he had a bigger part because he helped Masato break open some kind of conspiracy. And there's the dude with the long hair. I don't remember mm-hmm. his name. But um, they had moments in episodes and all that, where in the movies it's a little bit more streamlined. Yeah, they are like, whoa, 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 you, you cut that, like, uh, D story out of here. <laughs> well, I, remember the, well, I remember there's an episode where everything go, goes blackout, and I think... Uh, Huga is like there's a blackout there's an angel attack and the kids are trying to get to the nerve central and then like they're in like a little like go-kart thing and they're trying to get in, get into nerve and he says like but the but the driver's out just go go yeah like the driver and Huga are like amped up like, let's fucking do this and like there there's like one lady in the back seat freaking out <laughs> I don't they almost need to have more of those kind of characters in there just just to sort of break it up just be like here's our one little like I mean I, I know that might seem like the the strange, goofy comic relief characters that sometimes don't fit in certain things, but, you know, just, just a little bit of those guys. Yeah, well, I mean, um, as we go into more spoilers for this, um, it's kind of one of those things where I, I think it's interesting how they open up. Like, there is the whole part where they go to the... they I think just to give more exposition and more lore to this version and kind of also lead you in, like, oh, yeah, maybe this is kind of a sequel and not a not a uh, reboot entirely, mm-hmm. is when they go to that section, like, oh, wow, the world used to have blue water, and they have the... The aquarium? You know, it's like, yeah, they go to the aquarium, and the, the three pilots, and then um, Toji and Kinsuke are also there, and it's just basically that long thing of, like, okay, but we really got to sanitize you before you go in. There's, like, five <laughs> things that get sanitized and washed, like, a bunch of times, that montage, and the whole time they're like, fuck, 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 and Ray just standing there, like, <laughs> in, in the background. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that's like, okay, if we're going to do the hot water now, now we're going to do the cold water, now we're going to do the gas chamber, oh, just kidding, just kidding, kids. Oh, you didn't get that joke? Got fucking kids these days. By then, are you even, like, are you even looking forward to seeing the whale? Like, great, great, it's the way, I got to do this whole thing all over again. In five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I even had the fast pass and everything. <laughs> oh, the fast pass doesn't skip you out of the, the clean chamber. Yeah. You're getting yeah, sanitized no matter what. Even faster, actually. You know, so. Um, but no, because that's, that's like the one kind of like lighthearted. I mean, there's there's lighthearted moments throughout this one, but mm-hmm. it's, um, I feel like this one has a lot more yin and yang to it. Because I feel like the last one, um... It's a bit more somber, and there is still some humor to it. Mm-hmm. But in this part of the series, this is where Asuka comes in, 
so it gives the show ha- more opportunity to have more lighthearted, funny moments. But then I feel like it takes a real hard turn, like a real hard turn, like the last half of it, because it's kind of like, you know what? There's some action, there's some stakes, but it's actually kind of funnier and kind of more lighthearted than the last movie. Oh, what? You thought this was going to be optimistic the whole way through? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, first, because you get Oscar coming. Well, Oscar just comes in here just as, like, the, almost like, I'm the best at everything. Like, look at me, I'm so fucking awesome. I got a cock the size this big. Like, you're a woman. Yeah, that's how big my fucking dick is. Like, almost (laughs) like that fucking idiot boy Shinji walking around. Limp dick bitch. (laughs) I just love how they just kind of write that character. It's just, like, almost like, if it was an American one, that would be, like, the total douchebag character with, like, the sideways cap on who just thinks he's better than everybody else. (laughs) Look at my labia. It's like two dicks next to each other. <laughs> you know, but like I, just, I don't know what it is, but whenever there's like the chick character that's written like that, it just always just makes me laugh so hard. It's just like, oh, I'm so fucking tough. Come on, man. Like, show you up, Sinji, you fucking idiot. Like, just because your dad fucking works here, I see how it is. That's why you got a fucking t- job. You know what? Just a fucking clone sister, fucking cunt. You know, real talk, even though she comes in all, all like hot and bothered like that. I think this does a good job of letting you know how fucked she is in the head, mm-hmm. because not long after she's introduced, we cut to her in bed with a fucking doll. Like, it's okay, Oscar, you're better than everybody! Like, oh, yeah, I'm right! Yeah, that's right! Fucking A! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, I feel like she's just one step squad. away from... <laughs> I feel like she's one step away from talking to that doll, like, Kill them all! Kill them all! No, not yet. We must be patient. But the reckoning is upon them! Like, I feel like it's only, like, one step away from that. Yeah, she really is, like, one step away from being a supervillain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's just there, but it's like, it's okay. She's got kind of, like, the, the douchebag guy, you know, hanging out at Applebee's, like, attitude to cover up those problems. <laughs> well, I also feel like... I mean, it, I, of course, when you meet somebody, that's not the way you say, like, you're a fucking tailcoat writer, I know you are, you're fucking... So-. Just punches them for no reason, like, oh, so I see you met Asuka. Like, <laughs> I like how she's blat out talking shit to him, smacking him around, <laughs> kicking his ass in front, front of her Masato. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, whatever, you want to move in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like that's what's with Shinji's like, no. No, what are you thinking? This girl just kicked the shit out of me. Like she, she jumped right out of her aim and just started beating the fucking shit out of me. Called me a bitch, you know. <laughs> Filmed it on her phone. Yelled "World Star." Yeah. Now she's fucking moving in. Like, should we really move in the abusive girl with major ego issues and like sociopathic tendencies in with the kid who's very, um, who's already got the fate of the world on his shoulders combined with. Major self-esteem issues. Yeah. I think it's going to pan out just fine. Don't worry about it. Plus, she's got you know, more. The, she's literally got more shit than there's room in this apartment. Yeah. It's funny because it's it says something because uh, apparently there's some kind of poll about Western fans versus uh, Eastern fans as far as like fan like who'd you like more, Ray or Oscar? Western fans like Oscar way more. Apparently, Eastern fans. Like Ray, way more. It just sounds like like an, an East. We like a woman to know her place and shut the fuck up. And in America, it's like I don't know. I kind of like the loud man, wild one. Like you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I mean, like we'll probably get a divorce later on, but she's, she's a wild card, you know? Shit, come on, have at it. You know, it'll, it'll be a fun marriage for the first two years. I mean, yeah, it's gonna end in bitter divorce, but shit, it's be fun till then. But the sex is great. 
<laughs> yeah, like that's sort of what it feels like. Where somebody else is like, no, no, like I, I want someone who's got, got respect. She, she knows like how to take care of things. I mean, well, she doesn't take care of the fucking house, so I don't know if I could trust Ray now. Now I think about it. <laughs> can't, she doesn't can't have keep vacuum one cleaner. Apartment like taken care of. But... <laughs> she's she's probably good in school. I'd assume. Here, like, here's another question. Why, it wasn't oh, like a third part where it's just like, no, I want Shinji. I want somebody I can boss around and force him to do stuff. So do you want to marry a man or a boy? To do like I don't really want to marry him. I just want a boy around the house so I can boss around and yell out to do shit. And then, you know, his payment once in a while I'll say, you did good. And that's enough to get him by for the next month. But you can't yeah. be throwing that out every other day. You got to really piece it out. You know, you just, you kind of want to give him hope. And as soon as he's getting a little confident, pull that hope away, rinse, repeat. Kind of keeps him in the same spot. Yeah, every once in a while you just hand him a new cassette. He'll listen to the, He'll just listen to that shit on repeat for like the next two weeks, and he's good to go. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, he's never gonna be uh, he's never gonna be late to work because he just sits in the corner moping, listening to that fucking you know his Elliot Smith like cassette. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I've been trying to weed him off that a bit. I've kind of worked him through the emo phase. Now he's into the grunge phase. I feel it's 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 progressively stepping up. I know I know some people might look like that's the wrong direction, but I, I'm doing him baby steps here. You know, I'm not a fan of Limp Bizkit, but I think if I can get him listen to that, it might boost his ego a little bit. You know, let's get him on some of that new metal shit. Like, I'm not really a fan of it, but I think that he might need it though. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what Oscar's always blaring in her fucking Ava. <laughs> <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Come on. You know, I mean, I, I think it's kind of a cover up. I don't know. I haven't really kind of looked at it too far. The, you know, but uh, yeah, she she kind of doubled down on that stuff. She's German, so of course there's going to be some Ramstein in there. Yeah, I got to have the Ramstein and everything, but um, but yeah, no, it is kind of interesting how I guess like the people would kind of like the different audience kind of looking at that stuff. I, I always feel like, like for me, if it feels like, oh, who's probably like my favorite character? Probably Masato. That's probably my favorite one out of them all. I think that's like, I like Masato. her like back and forth personality of just being like almost an alcoholic crazy person, and then also the person who's in charge of making all this stuff run properly. Something I wanted to mention last time, but uh, forgot to. But I, I, I think I mean I'm not the first to make this make this comparison because where Masato is essentially Masato, Kaji, Ritsuko, all of them. They're essentially, well, now, we're, we're a roughly the same age or older than what they are in the show, but at the time when it came out, they would it was meant to be like, okay, this is, like, generation, um, uh, uh, generation Y, or whatever, you know? So, it was kind of like, this is the generation, this is, like, millennials, generation Y, and they didn't have time to really have a childhood after, because the in third impact happened, like, in, I think in 2000, in mm -hmm. the original one. Or the second impact happened, and then from there, they all had to, like, adjust quickly. So the whole idea of, like, Masato would probably just be, like what you said, like, in a regular world, that didn't happen. She probably would be someone working at a convenience store, going and partying as soon as she got off, stumbling yeah. home drunk and eating food, and probably be, like, the, t the town c uh, cougar or whatever, or just party hard, be going to, like, rock shows, whatever yeah. she, you know, spending all her money on that kind of thing. I think that's kind of, like meant to re i think that's kind of meant to show through in some way just for the way they act but they just never had a chance to really do that because they were working from basically from the begin from childhood on yeah well it's like they always kind of mention like the past like the past scenes or whatever they're like oh yeah it's like you know we all kind of went to college his misato and then uh the dude with the long hair what's his name um the pony kaji kaji 
And then uh, the blonde chick, too, I can't remember her name. Um, Risco. Risco, yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, we all, and it makes it just feel like, yeah, we all just kind of like, you know, went to the college, you know, shared the same dorm, always had three ways. It was kind of fucking weird, but, you know, that's what we were into, you know. There were no cell phones <laughs> back then or anything. It was just how life was, you know. And, and yeah, yeah, I got kind of weird at one moment, and we all sort of, was, or I guess I went my separate ways, and, you know, they, you know, I, I went into management. They took over the Japanese division, and, uh, yeah, that's how it kind of is. No, no, I manage this garden, Shinji, and you'll learn to love this garden, right? Oh, no. Well, whatever. You, you'll figure it out, dude. You know. Dude, I remember, think... remember, Shinji, chicks love fucking plants, right? I, I feel like, I mean, I get it because there's only so much you can get into a movie. I feel like Kaji's a little shortchanged in this because he's kind of, he kind of gives Shinji the pep talk to get up and run out there and save the day. But in this one, circumstances happen differently, and those watermelons get destroyed in this. He doesn't get a chance to save those watermelons. And there's even a part where he says, like, if I die, I want you to watch... Actually, no, that that may have been to um, Masato or something. He, he told somebody, if I die, water these watermelons for me while I'm gone. I think that's in the show. I don't think that... That wasn't in this one. Yeah, that was in the show. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I was just thinking, yeah. like, I remember that scene now. No, and this was more just like, yeah, because they find the watermelons and whatnot, and then he tells he's like, yo... Shinji, you gotta take care of Masato for me. You know what, man? Uh, I can't be there, you know? Because of that weird three-way moment that we had back in the day where, you know, there was that mirror in front of us, and, you know, yeah. It, it was Shinji, weird. let me ask Until you something we got, else. We couldn't afford a mirror before, but then we bought a mirror one day, and it changed everything. So, <laughs> Shinji, whatever you do, don't get a mirror, you know? It was just fun to watch, all three of us at once. We weren't smiling or laughing or nothing. We were just all, like, deadpanned looking in the mirror. It was kind of weird, but just sort of happened. What can I say? And then there was a watermelon on the ground, and it fell over and cracked open, and I had an epiphany. Sex is <laughs> like a different a thing when you're at it. This is long pause. <laughs> Sex is a different thing when you're on E. I'm going to tell you that right now. It also makes it a little rougher because it dries you out, too. So, um, <laughs> so should you, who, who are you going for, Oscar or, or Ray? Should you just kind of mumbles in the back? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Ray's kind of like your like, half-sister, mother thing. I don't know, could, could be kind of kinky. That's not, I didn't hear you say no. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, you like to keep your options open. That's how I've always looked at life. You know? <laughs> I, I, there's that one part where it's just like, he's just like, I need you to look after Masato. I need you to be, like, grow up and become an adult. First things first, though. You ever fucked a man before? What? Just kidding. <laughs> well, I do love there's that scene, though, where, like, he literally comes to, like, the locker room and stuff. He's just like, he's like, hey, Shinji, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, you ever, it's like, almost he says, like, something like, you ever felt the love? Or, like, the love can also be between not just a man and a woman, between two men. He, like, comes up real close, and then all you hear is, like, a scream from, like, the distance. And then he's like, he's just like, ha thought I was going for the kiss, fucking fag. <laughs> Scene also because it's a 14 year old boy, like that's the thing. Like, if you saw that in real life, that would be the most like weirdest fucking thing ever. Like, just they come up to a 14 year old, like, if you dicked around for like an 18 year old boy for like it was his first day at work and you were like, you know, 10 years older than him, that could be kind of funny in a goofy way where you're creeping out this kid, but like, it's not so much weird that like, oh shit, like now you just got some weird like child sexual harassment <laughs> going on now. <laughs> well, it's also like. I feel like that was there kind of just to plant the seeds because I, th I think some people, I don't know about in Japan, but in America, when when Kwaru come, came in the show, 
and then Shinji was conflicted. And it was kind of like, maybe he did like Kwaru the same way, maybe he didn't, but he was kind of conflicted about it. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to plant the seeds that maybe Shinji goes both ways, or he's open to mm-hmm. whatever with that. Because he even says something like, when you said we were going on a date, like, oh, so he is dating him, but kind of not at the same time. You know what I mean? So I'm not entirely well, sure. I, I think that what... was more like a joke, because he's, like, he's out yeah. there like fucking like picking weeds out of the fucking garden and stuff. He's like, hey, I thought this would be a fucking date. Like, more like, like I thought you were going to like give me some chocolates and like you know try to fuck me in the back of like a Volkswagen or something. No, I gave you some canned coffee so you'd pull those weeds back faster. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Do a good job. Maybe I will suck your dick. Will you? I don't know. Maybe. Shit. Since <laughs> how many weeds you pull. <laughs> yeah. And how fucking drunk we get later at the sake bar. Oh, wait. You can't drink yet? <laughs> Shit, I guess that was just me tonight. You're being a sober driver. Here's my, here's my keys. <laughs> yeah. Right in the parking lot. Just tosses him <laughs> as he walks out. This says, like, five hours later, he just comes stumbling out. Shinji's just being, there's just a couple of hobos standing around Shinji, like, making weird eye contact. Crown, like, he's like, Shinji's in the car, just waiting, looking around, the hobos are just around the car. Just like, like, what a sin! Like, hands looking in the window, just, like, coming around. Kaji's like, clapping, get, get, get! Like, they just run away. <laughs> they run away, like, on all fours. <laughs> Sorry about that. This isn't the first time they've kind of like hung around. They they know I'm here, and they know, always know I have a designated driver in the front. It's usually that fucking Oscar girl, but you know, <laughs> the, the, she's able to scare them off. But I think they sense the weakness in you. You know, they they're kind of primal. They kind of could sense that type of shit. And, and you know, sexually, they're not picky at all. <laughs> just, just just if you you know, I mean, you're 14 years old. There's just some things you got to learn about the world. Hobos will fuck anything. Just an inspirational poster of Kaji with a fucking like jacket slung over shoulder, looking at it, the sunset near his watermelons. Like hobos, they'll fuck anything. Kaji, you know. I always kind of wish he had. I mean, like in the show, I know he gets more parts and so on. But I just always like even this one. He, he he's kind of there, but this kind of reminds me of, like almost sort of like they're trying to they they got to fit him in there. But then it's also like you get that new chick in there, the Mari chick or whatever. How you pronounce mm-hmm. her name? Like that. I feel like by kind of fitting her in there, that almost sort of takes a little bit of his scene. I'm not saying he gets too like you know totally robbed, but you know they have the this new kind of like I guess you would say third fourth pilot that comes in. The story. Of, kind of take over in a sense and she comes from like the european division or whatnot right yeah yeah um now did you watch the english version or the japanese version japanese version i watched the english version i'm wishing i watched the japanese version because the thing is i have this movie on blu-ray mm-hmm. but i didn't feel like digging it up and um well, I watched I it actually I have a DVD. actually I have it on DVD, but uh, I didn't feel like digging it up, so I just watched the Amazon version. And the dub on that is different. Some of the voices are the same, but the dub is different. Mari's voice really fucking was grinding Ugh. in the English dub, and they even changed some of the lines. Like there's a part where like when she's fighting the angel and she's like, like they have like this very soft like, oh gee, I sure hope I can do it kind of voice. So the very animeish girl kind of like, oh boy, I hope. I hope it all pans out, but I, I got a strong will kind of voice, you yeah, know. Yeah, the, the optimistic, this, like it's all gonna work out character. Which she has a little bit of that, but she's almost a little crazy. That's the thing with her. Like 
she's a little like quirky and kind of off, but she's really good at what she does. And then when she's fighting the angel, though, at the beginning in that one uh, half-finished Ava, and it's on the wheels and all that, uh, something about the Japanese version is it's actually at the time when the movie was made, it was the biggest Japanese pop star that was voicing her. So that was the reason why they always have her humming and singing because it's kind of like, oh, it's uh, that Japanese pop star, but she's just singing like some random, you know, little like nursery rhyme or something like that. Japanese nursery rhyme. I almost want so, to say in the Japanese dub that I, or Japanese, whatever, well, I guess they're always dubbed, but, you know, in the Japanese version that I watch, I don't remember her singing at all. I, it's I, when she's, it's like when she's like getting into the robot and it's going like, She's just singing like some kind of little nursery rhyme song. She's getting all amped up to oh, go yeah, and kill. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess, yeah, I, I, I sorry, I know what you mean. Because, yeah, yeah that, that's, was, I, yeah. I watched whatever the Japanese version was on you know, on Amazon. You got, like, 15 different languages you can kind of choose from. You got to be mm-hmm. careful you don't click on, like, you know, the other version. You get the, you get the Vietnamese version of it or something. Oh, like. I actually now want to see that and put on subtitles. Just to, just to out of curiosity, know how that sounds. <laughs> but um, the other thing, though, is... It actually gets, she's like, in, in the English version, I can't speak for the Japanese version because I haven't seen that one in a long time, but the English version, the one that I had on DVD, she gets like fucking crazy, like screaming because she's like pushing when she's like, you know, with both hands mm-hmm. pushing the like the Joy-Con thing and she's just like, <laughs> she's screaming. She, she literally says this in the, in the English version, which surprised me. She's like, just fucking die! And the thing explodes like right as she says that, like the last second, so... It's like, oh, God, this chick's fucking brutal. But in this, it's just, like, a lot more than, oh, I hope I can do it. I got big boobs. <laughs> you know? So, so I, well, I wonder yeah. if, like, because it, it didn't have, there was no fucks in uh, the Japanese uh, subtitle version. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that they sort of just edited that, now, edited that out. Now, I'm not saying that that's necessarily, like, they cut it. That might be, like, almost like that old-fashioned thing, like, back in, like, when they'd put animes out in, like, the 80s, and they'd have just, like, the dub team that would come and, you know, do it in a closet, and they're just like, hey, it's an adult animation, like, nobody's gonna fucking really see this except for, you know, nerds or whatnot at the video rental store, so have at it. So, uh, I know here it just says, like, you know, hey, let's let's get, uh, downtown right now, but so just go like, hey, let's get the fuck downtown right now, shit, I don't give a fuck, you know, just say whatever you want. <laughs> Like, that's how it feels like Appleseed is. Like, Appleseed just feels like, how many fucks can we, like, you know, fit in here somewhere? Cause how many have... times can you have someone say cocksucker, too? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And, and I wonder if that was almost, like, the thing when these movies came out. Because this was almost, like, these Evangelion movies were sort of used as, like, this was another kind of big point where it's like, hey, we can kind of make a serious adult animation. You know, when it was, like, that kind of thing. It's going to be rated R and all this kind of stuff. Though it's kind of more just, like, a hard PG-13. But I felt like... At that time period, they're like, yeah, we're going to throw a fuck in there. Because it was just that era where it's just like, we started to be able to say fuck in video games now. We're going to say it in animes, too. Other than, I mean, but like, other than Appleseed and so on. I, mean, I know that it's sort of been done before, but it's been a while. Well, it's also like, um, Evangelion is like a weird thing. Because originally, when you think about it, it was something aimed at teenagers. And it was originally even on a kid's time slot but then like you know what maybe we should just put this on an older time slot because it is getting a little darker a little heavier and then after that the guy Ano, went into a depression while making it mm-hmm. and then he just was like you know what there's some things these kids gotta fucking know <laughs> and then it got kind of heavier and kind of darker and more cerebral and now we still have this thing coming out that is still ostensibly technically for like teenagers mm-hmm. but at the same time it's having it's it's still like 
a full-grown adult working through, like, his depression and his, like, anxieties and all that kind of shit. So, it's kind of like this weird, like, idiot Shinji, and then you have, you know, like, Ritsuko kind of breaking down, like, talking about, like, why, like, we're only friends with benefits, we never, I, I actually loved you, but you never loved me, you only wanted the fucking clown, you know, so it's like, it's like, the show would get real, it got very real near the end, but leading up to it, it was just kind of like, it's, it's weird, because it starts off, like, kind of somber, but still, like, you know, like, a teenager can get into this, mm-hmm. then to being kind of, like, anime tropey in the sense of, like, the wacky, funny, fan service type shit with the act robot action, and then with all, like, the heavy shit at the end. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of a similar way, except for that one goes progressively into it, but almost like the way that sort of, like, almost Full Metal Alchemist kind of can be, too, where all of a sudden you can have sort of a wacky episode, and the next thing you know you can have it be like, this guy just turned his daughter into a chimera, or like a six-year-old kid, like, it's fucking dark, and shit's going down, like, and the next episode it's gonna be, like, fucking, like, Ed's fucking slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> It, it can, is that the it whole episode? Be... Yeah, that's, that, that's the whole episode. What's Al doing? Oh, he's just laughing and clapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else is going on? Well, they, got the, they, got, they got the Betty Hill like theme playing in the background too. While this is all going on, it's just that animation on a loop for twenty-two minutes of him just rolling downstairs, <laughs> with the same, with the same, with the same like sound effect happening, and you're like. You wouldn't stop watching. It's like, something's going to happen at some point, you know? Like, yeah, yeah what's going to happen? He gets to the bottom of the staircase, the episode ends. Like, yeah, oh, credits. that's it? <laughs> Tune in next week. Yeah. Well, but, no, uh, this one, because it, it, it goes from, like, you know, abrupt, kind of like, here's all the funny, all the wacky shit, back to, oh, we're, we're not just jumping to um, the la- later half of the series. We're jumping to shit that happens in the movie, the previous movie. Yeah. So it sort of has that kind of stuff coming in there too, but um, but yeah, in this one too, even as you kind of get to like that second half and you start getting like the kind of the the thinking scenes and the watermelons, like Shinji, remember the watermelons? Like take Hamasato for me, and you start getting <laughs> to that point. Then you get to the part where like um, you know um, Asuka jumps into like the the brand new unit and whatnot. She's like, I ain't going to no fucking dinner made by Ray. Like no, no androids making me. She's not an android. Whatever. I don't give a fuck what she is. I ain't made. I don't want food made out of that goddamn apartment. So I'm gonna go test out this new, um, untested, you know, Ava that we just got shipped in from some place in Europe that we just didn't specify where. So you know, obviously somebody doesn't have some rules or regulations of how they put these together. But um, let's go. <laughs> let's go jump in and see what happens. And oh, but by the way, they used angel parts in this. <laughs> well, it's also like what was the other thing with that? Um... I was just like, uh, like you guys didn't scan this before. Like, no, it's like we just opened about the package and just like she was ready to jump in it. So we said, "Fuck it, let's see what happens." This is the this is the Avo equivalent to buying like the the cheap Chinese off brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going with it, you know. But instead, we got it from Europe. So I, I don't know which country we got it from. There must have been one of those ones they got in like a drug trade or a war. So I don't know. <laughs> I always you don't get too the, picky the... when somebody has an Ava. You don't really get that picky. It's not like there's that many of them out there. You know what I mean? I wish that it, back in the original show, because when a friend was pitching the show to me and told me the concept, he made it sound like Toji was one of the main cast members and one of the main pilots. And then I realized, oh, he he pilots for one episode, then he basically gets knocked off the table. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I always thought when I when I was looking up the show as I was watching it along um, that I always thought Unit Three was one of the coolest looking ones. But too bad it just gets knocked out. They probably made it look all kind of badass and creepy since it was one of the ones they had to take down. But always kind of like, oh man, too bad that thing wasn't. Too bad. It, I wish he was there a little longer, just as another pilot, just to so we could see that thing in action a little longer. You know? Yeah. Well, that's like one of those ones. Like, I mean, like. I know that they kind of keep the pilots to, like, a bare minimum, but it almost would be kind of interesting to see. Almost, I guess, it's like that sort of Pacific Rim thing, if you can kind of see the pilots from, like, the other countries and so on. Because it's like they sort of mm-hmm. mention those, but you never really see any of that stuff. And that must be pretty, like, oh, yeah, Nerve Division in uh, Africa, Nerve Division in America or Europe. Those are the ones you usually want to be at, unless they just randomly explode from an angel explosion, just for some reason. Because most of the time, they're like, like Japan is where all the shit's going down. Yeah. So it's kind of well, like... We're already on our Tokyo 3. <laughs> but I have a Tokyo like, why 1 can't we just, Well, shit. <laughs> can't we just have like an angel... Can't we just have an Ava at all the other continents, and all the other Avas at Japan, just because that's where all the shit happens? Like... Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, you guys already got enough giant robots over there. The world needs more giant robots, but we need more shit against the, the fucking angels. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you guys got it. You guys got it so far. You got the depressed boy and the robot girl, and we'll be sending you the um, the, the bitch that, that just doesn't shut up. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because we just need to get her off our hands, so here, you take her. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I also love how, like, they always keep evacuating the city, but, like, literally, let's be honest. Why are you, why are you moving back to Tokyo 3? Like, it's, there's got to be somewhere else you can go. You, it's got to really, be low property cost or something, or yeah, good insurance benefits or something. Yeah, there, there's got to be a reason why people keep coming back to Tokyo 3. Because it's just like, you know, literally like every other day, there's some fucking new angel coming by tearing shit up. Of course, you know, it doesn't help that all the Avas have like no real control. They're just running at full speed, smashing people's houses and property and so on. Well, that's also the thing. It's like, why do you... I mean, granted, they have the... Um, they have the uh, part of, like, the thing that the angels are trying to get to are Lilith, which is down at uh, Ner- Nerve HQ. Mm-hmm. But then that's a little bit off off the city. But at the same time, that thing's got to come stumbling through the city one point or another. So you think that by this point it would just be like, guys, don't live in this fucking city. I get the idea. It's cool seeing a city that's modified and made for robot battles and the way the buildings go, some of the buildings go down mm-hmm. and like other, other things, the size of buildings come up that hand off a weapon. Like that's cool. Like, you know, the yeah. idea that we've made a, a, a giant arena made to help out the, the robot fighting the, the monster. That, that's a really cool concept. But when you get down to it, I'm not going to, I'm not complaining, but when you get down to it, it's just like, yeah, why the fuck do you, why is there a school here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like, you think it'd be like the Dragon Ball Z kind of concept where you go, like, you know, you get Goku, and he's like, no, let's go fly out to the middle of the desert if we're going to have this battle. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, not here. There's like, so I think it's like Shinji's dad's like, no, no. I, li- I-, I-, I like to see, like, the little people run. Well, the whole thing with Shinji's dad is he doesn't give a shit about people, and he is this this cold, emotionless asshole, and the reason he wants Instrumentality Project to happen is because he can't relate to people. So he's like, if we all become one and get into a giant soul orgy and become one giant naked version of my wife, like, wait, you need a, you need, this needs context. Like, you'll get it later. Look it up on Wikipedia, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
You know, it's like one of those ones. Yeah, he 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 has that kind of thing all going on and so on. But um, I mean, like in a sense, I guess sometimes like you almost need a guy who doesn't like think emotionally to be running these things. Like I, I feel like if you had someone like Shinji running this, God forbid what that would really turn out. If he was like full on. Well, I mean, if, that'd be like old world. Like he's the emperor. He's fourteen years old. You, you guys are literally listening to a fucking fourteen year old sitting on a throne. <laughs> that. But at the same time, though, you also don't you don't want Gendo because Gendo's fucking things up too in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> Gendo wants the end of the world to happen. He just wants it to happen by his own terms, not the angels. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't want to let that happen. Though well, I'm not just saying necessarily just him oh, yeah. himself, but like you that don't you don't want somebody yeah. with like emotions to be running like a project like that. You know, you need someone who's like serious and can kind of make the the tough calls and so on. And I know that's how or I think. Masato, she's that good middle ground. Yeah, she, she's a good middle. Well, she can make the tough calls and then goes home and drinks about it, and, mm-hmm. and then plays Bob Seger or not Bob Seger. I said, um, fucking um, George Thorogood. Yeah, I drink alone. <laughs> I drink alone. Except with my drink with the penguin. Yeah. It's just like, you know, this penguin was actually a rescue penguin, and now he's just like a full-on alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) You see this thing play five-finger fillet. How's it do that? It has fucking... It doesn't have fingers. Oh, it found a way. (laughs) Yeah. It's really good at it, too. (laughs) But, um... It's like that part in Aliens, when they they get Bishop to go... Really fast over fucking. <laughs> What's his name? Fucking game over, man. What's his name? Can't believe oh, um, his shit. Um, fucking. God, just drawing a blank, too. Um, True Lies, fucking Predator 2. If I just keep naming off movies, I'll eventually get to him. We'll um, get to it. You know who we're talking about. He's a legend and he passed, but yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah, God, I don't know why I'm just dropping. Like, I guess because I was like, it's like the farthest I was thinking of <laughs> of Evangelion. That's my brain's like hit like one side of the wall. It's like almost like we gotta fucking sprint back to the other side to go figure out where, where that memory was at. <laughs> but going back to this though, um, yeah, what was what was an example I was gonna make with this movie? Um, I, I think when watching it, this one kind of caught me off guard for the first time seeing it because I, I knew it was gonna mix up and change things around. Like, okay, you're bringing a new pilot, you're. Um, Hinting Quavruan. What? Yeah. She likes to sniff everything. She just, like, lands on, like, she just comes flying out of the sky in a parachute, lands on, like, Shinji, and this, the first thing she does when she turns around, she just kind of, like, comes close to him, like, you smell good. Well, because she smells the LCL, so she's like, oh, he's one of the pilots. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But at the same time, it's it's still one of those weird, quirky, kind of like, maybe it's a, maybe it's a Jap- Japanese thing, I don't know, but yeah. But the whole thing of, like, not that I think Japanese girls are walking up to smelling guys, like, hmm, yeah, bento, nice, you know. But, um, I feel like, um, I, I feel like, shit, what was the example? Oh, yeah, first time watching this thing, I knew that there's going to be some new characters in it. Like, I knew she was going to be in I knew they were going to be teasing Kwaru more on, but at the exact same time, like, okay, so eight, so... Um, Asuka is in Unit 3 instead of Toji. Okay, you're mixing that up a little bit. That's kind mm-hmm. of interesting. But then you get to that part where Third Impact happens way sooner than originally, and that's where I'm like, oh, holy shit, what? And, like, End of the World already kind of starts to happen at the very end of the episode, at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Well, it starts to happen, and then even, like, um, Ray gets, like, literally eaten by one of the angels and whatnot. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, Shinji has to, like, he comes running back. After his dad's, like, or I guess there's the part before where Asuka, you know, gets into, like, the, the fucking off-brand fucking, like, Ava that they purchased for, like, half price because there was a fucking, like, <laughs> lightning deal going on for it. Came with free shipping. <laughs> yeah, that was the only reason why they got it. 
you, they should have really questioned everything else because you know it had one of those sites that you feel like you shouldn't be putting your credit card into. But uh, there, there was no there was no PayPal safety or anything. Elon Musk wasn't protecting you there. But um, yeah, so they got that. You know, Oscar turns into like the angel suit, and then um, Shinji's dad's like fucking. My fucking kids fucking up just like that T-ball game all over again. You know what? Put the dummy mode on. Yeah, you know what we call it? Dummy mode? Because that's what you are, son. A fucking dummy. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, is that you know, Put the fucking dummy mode on. Well, that's another example. Because even, like, the ADV version of that, he is, like... I like Gendo when he's stern and cold. I think he's that majority of the time. But in the original show, and I don't want me to keep on going back to it, at least in the dub, it... That was an example where he was, like, really fucking good because he was flat out screaming. And even, like, you know, he's like, Shinji, you, that's an angel. Kill the angel. He says, but I'll... He says, like, but he's... There's someone in there because he didn't know who it was. He just knew there's another kid in there. And he's all like, but you'll die. I'd rather die than kill another kid. He's like, damn it. Like, mutters to himself. And he's, then he just yell out, like, turn on the doggy dummy plug. And, like, but sir, like, it's... It's still untested. Better than the current pilot. Just fucking do it. Like yell at the top of his lungs, and like, oh god, shit got real. Gendo actually raised his voice. It's usually like disappointment, as always. You know, with that one, he's flat out like, you know, oh shit. It's it's like not like the, it's not like the cold like distant dad. It's the dad coming home with the belt off. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's because you, you you fucked up at school today. You know. <laughs> And well, like in this one too, it's almost like he's like, put the dummy mode on. He goes in the dummy mode, and then it just like brutally murders that angel. He's like, we got you know two hundred and eight seconds to get this shit fucking done. Well, even that part, like they even made that more violent. You saw the organs, and you saw the organs just slap down. And like, you know, there's some poor son of a bitch who just like, you know, I know it's Tokyo Three, but I got a feeling, you know, they say the uh, forecast for these angel attacks are kind of a little lower right now. And God, how how can I say no with this view? <laughs> right here. It's not really directly in town, but it's close enough to get on a bus. Five minutes, you're there. Do what you want to do. Got a nice yard. Look at the fucking giant robot organs come <laughs> down and smash it. This is the guy, too, like, when there's evacuation noise, he's like, hey, hey, I, I pay my property tax. I don't have to evacuate. You know, it's my house. I can stay here all I want, you know? I really think, I know we talked about last episode, the uh, idea of, like, oh, we get to watch the Secret Service like watching the kids and commenting like what are they doing now oh they're playing their the girl got in the bed with the kid for some reason like she doesn't want to fuck him but she still gets in the bed and says don't look at me so i don't know what's going <laughs> yeah. on there but at the same time <laughs> at the same time though then like we then there's the other episode then there's the other show you could have where it's just about the guy like you know just people like working at the convenience store and this giant fucking in the city with these giant fucking robots to fight every day. Yeah, and they're having to get, you know, bio. It's like that one was like, oh, it's another fucking angel battle guy. Now I gotta take the fucking detour route to get to work. Takes an extra 15 minutes. I'm gonna be fucking late. The boss is gonna be fucking yelling at me. Look, I don't care if Jesus comes down with a fucking harpoon, alright? <laughs> yeah. That's something I wish that happened. Like, who's gonna make the fucking sandwiches, huh? Who's gonna make the fucking sandwiches? Not fucking Jesus, I'll tell you. <laughs> People I do wish eat. at some point they fought like a they fought a giant Jesus, you know. <laughs> like Ava Unit One just getting Jesus in a headlock and then like goes berserker and tries to eat him. Yeah, exactly. Just the Jesus like <laughs> <clears throat> he's going super Christ. 
Jesus goes Super Saiyan, just let the hair and the beard go up. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Those ones. You're like, well, I didn't realize this is what the show was leading to. I mean, I know they kind of had, like, you know, Masada was wearing, like, a cross and so on. I didn't think it was going to go full Jesus. Oh, no, we're going full Jesus. This is what you were waiting for, wasn't it? Yeah. But, um, going back to, like, when fucking, you know, Shinji's on dummy pilot mode. That's just, like, I, I just feel that that's such, like, the way to really insult your pilot. Just be like, put it on the fucking dummy mode. It's better than the regular pilot. <laughs> you know, he goes to that fucking, you know, I love how just like it goes to brutally murder that Ava. Just I feel like Shinji's dad doesn't say it in there, but it's just almost like, okay, Shinji's watching. You know what? Since he's such a little bitch, have it rip out the fucking capsule, shove it in its mouth, and he'll just bite it like a fucking wild bear. You know what I mean? Just rip it apart. Just so he can see that he fucking just murdered another fucking 14 year old. That's what I want Shinji to know. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it, we got planned out. She'll probably live because, you know, I fucking. These pilots, you know, they're not fucking a dime a dozen, let's be honest. You know, I mean, I, I know I got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got my Ray Bay over there just filled with, you know, filled with rim, but they're not all ready yet. There's also, like, um, um, shit, like, uh, like the dummy plug system, like the logo is just like, like, hope you like the avatar we have for it, Shinji, just a picture of him with a stupid smile looking cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> wearing like a side, like a like a crooked dunce cap. The whole dummy plug thing, and then it, like I, 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 it's probably like I'm sure it wasn't a joke, but the, I mean I don't know. There, there's things in Evangelion where it's very much like some weird metaphor just for the smallest things. But like you know, okay, his 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 mom's spirit. Spoilers for the never anybody who's never seen the show. His mom's spirit is inside the giant robot. So when they're trying to jam a phallic-type tube into it, and then he's saying, and the dummy pl- it's not taking the dummy plugs. He's like, why, Yui? Why are you refusing me? It's like, like it almost seems like, I want to fuck tonight! Like, <laughs> no, I'm just not in the mood. I just want to! Take the fucking dummy plug. Do you fucking refuse it? <laughs> But then it's yeah, a- Shinji, your mom didn't die. She actually just divorced me and left. I just said she died because it was easier for me. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be easier for you too. That turned you to a man, you know. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> just time- like your mother, a fucking woman. Second time I was wrong in life. The first time I said is when she said she was pregnant. I go, you're not fucking pregnant. Yeah, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding up this test right here. Literally says, I'm pregnant. Like, you're probably looking at it wrong. Like, uh, this is every fucking conversation with you. Like, I can't fucking... <laughs> like, when I threw up yesterday, you said it was probably because I didn't... I just had too much to drink. I didn't fucking drink the previous night. Like, oh, yeah, you probably did. This is every fucking conversation with you, Gendo. Yeah, and then next to you say, well, if you want to drink, it's probably, it's probably your cooking. Made me throw up last night. Be quiet, did did, did you have any of it? No, I just smelt it and it just made me throw up. <laughs> so I went out to Taco Bell, didn't you see? <laughs> quiet, the game's on. He sees watching the fucking, like, cornhole playoffs. Like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, really? He's got, like, a fucking, like, cornhole, like, hat on of, like, his favorite team and everything like that. <laughs> Man, that's gonna fuck with my fantasy league right there. Shit. 
Cut to the future. Oh yeah, by the way, Shinji, you fucked up on the job. You didn't you didn't kill the fucking, you know, you know, uh, angel that came down, so you're fucking fired. Here, put these handcuffs on. I don't trust you. Yeah. Well, that all happens a lot sooner, and something similar happens in the original show, but I feel like this gotta, you know, it'll happen a lot quicker, and I get it, because it's only like an hour and a half, hour and 40 minute movie, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I, well, I, I, what I, something I do like about the, I mean, I, this might be, watching it again, I don't know if it's my favorite of all four. Mm-hmm. It was before, but, I mean, it, maybe it's, it's up there, because I think it has a right balance of what the show is, combined with enough different things that kind of legitimately caught me off guard when I first saw it. Um, and there's got quite a bit of good action, too. The action's really awesome, too. And, like, the the last battle scene between Shinji and the, the angel that gets really, that fuses with Rey and gets really close mm-hmm. to into into Nerve HQ. Yeah, The one where Shinji's gotta go save Rey, and Rey's like, no, I'm fine down here. I'm just gonna sit here naked. And Shinji's like, no! You can't! You gotta come back! <laughs> he's like, I'll get naked too! I'm coming in! I'll, I'll get so naked, I'll lose all my skin! Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, he's getting really naked. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking, he's literally taking it all off. But, you know, it's like one well, of those ones that kind of, you know, rescues her and so on, gets her back in action, and then, um, yeah, you kind of learn that, uh, uh, Asuka's not dead yet and everything like that, and that she's still alive, and even though Shinji's like, Oh, I just love that. I do love the scene though, where like Shinji's dad, like when he's kind of gets like arrested and he's all like, um, "All right, whatever." He's like, and his dad's kind of give that speech, like, "You could be a man, you know." He's like, and then she's like, "No, I, I just don't want to pilot the ape anymore. Stupid, like you, dad." And he's like, "Come on, come on, be a man, pilot it, fucking bitch." Yeah, walk out of here, just like your fucking mom did. <laughs> Uh, well, there's also something that just made me die of laughter. I knew the context, because the show even lets you know. But, okay, his dad, they're getting ready for this dinner, and the whole thing is... Cause, but originally, I, I don't think they were going to have dinner together in the show. I think what was happening is they had a couple of like nice exchanges, and things were looking optimistic for them. And then the mission with the Ava, where he has to kill Toji, happens. Or he has to fight Toji, and that, that happens, where... Mm-hmm. Um, this one, they're leading up like, okay, I will, I guess I'll have dinner with Shinji, I guess. And then, like, <laughs> I like to think, and this, you know, you see the car going to pick him up, but as soon as shit goes down, they have the montage of everybody reacting. <laughs> he, like, pulls the, has the driver pull, like, the e-brake. Yeah, well, that right there had me dying, because it was, like, one of those things, like, oh, he must have got, he must have got the call that, uh, <laughs> that... The angel attacked. Like, no, he saw you on the sidewalk, and then he suddenly remembered he he said yes to the dinner thing. He's like, oh, fuck, I didn't mean it, and then turned around and drove the other way. <laughs> no, I feel like that's totally it, too. Just like one of those ones. Like, it's the same thing, too. So like, he's like, wait a second, wait a second. We're having it at Ray's house? Like, you know, I, I, I like her a lot. You know, that's the good kid I have. You know, kid, wife, whatever you want to call it. But, you know. But still, still, let's be honest. That that girl doesn't know how to take care of her own room. You sure you don't want to do this with, like, Red Lobster or some shit? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, shit, I even got a coupon. Yeah, yeah, I know I can afford it, but that doesn't mean I'm going to pay it. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, you get all those free cheddar biscuits. That's the real (laughs) reason anybody goes there. You get lobster anywhere, but cheddar biscuits, fuck that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Literally, I I literally bring an extra bag, and I just start stuffing them in there all throughout the night that I'm there. 
Yeah, I know, I know I can pay for them. Dude, that's not the fucking point. You're just not getting it, Ray. <laughs> it's the little things in life you gotta go for. And if getting free cheddar biscuits means spending $100 on a fucking lobster I really didn't want to eat, and so be it. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, Ray? I, I know you've been cutting yourself up all week, you know, to learn how to cook, but, um... You know what? You know, if you've really cut yourself that many times, I'm not too sure if I want to eat what you're making. Just saying. We can do. We could always do Olive Garden too. I don't know. They, they got free breadsticks. I mean, they're right yeah, they're next all to each other. I mean, like it, asshole. It, you know, <laughs> all... If we feel like it, we could just kind of like binge eat back and forth. We just walk back and forth until like somebody throws up. That's always kind of fun. I guarantee it's we Shinji. <laughs> He'll probably <laughs> throw throw up just when he gets his first biscuit. He can't even handle anything. I got a feeling that boy can't handle any dairy. Look at how frail he is. Yeah. You know, he's not really my genes, just just letting you know. <laughs> he's not my kind of kid. Well, he literally is your kid. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like, obviously, you know, you know, real life shows that it's a failure when you have kids. But if you make a clone in a factory, like you, Ray, you, you can get the kid is right, you know. At least the kid, kid you want to take to dinner, Take the Red Lobster. <laughs> As Anthony Mackie says. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Very random old pullback. But yeah. But, um, yeah. but no, th- this one, though, actually, this is a great, fun, exciting movie. The action's awesome in it. It does just kind of start off one way, turns on you real quick, but it like all kind of works in that way, where it gets dark, it gets kind of violent, it gets to the point there where even Shinji, even though he's given up and, like, He's like, I just want to die and go away. And then it's like, all of a sudden, it's like once he realizes, he, oh, he's got to go save Ray. He's be- he's fucking running back, jumping in the fucking suit and so on, you know. You just got, you just got to motivate Shinji in the right ways. That's, that's like the key of this show. It's just like, it's almost like, how do you motivate Shinji properly? Just got to motivate him with some proper clone mom pussy. That's all you really got to do. Yeah. It's, it's weird that that's what he wants, but we don't, I'm not going to question it either. I don't think he knows by this point. I think he has this weird bond error, but he doesn't really put it together. But yeah, um, I, I still think it's like the Lua, or it's the Leia, Luke thing, Lua, the combination of well, Leia and Luke. <laughs> well, um, without spoiling things, the series does go um, different directions from the show. Like there is some. I haven't seen it since I have not seen it like in six years, but. Uh, the next one is three point three three or three point oh, whatever you whatever they call it. I don't know. Um, that one, the, uh, that one, I remember seeing it and being kind of whatever about it. Uh-huh. That being said, I kind of want to see it again and see what you know, because now I'm like, because that one presents a bunch of it, 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 it's interesting because it presents a bunch of new elements and it makes it vastly different from the show. That being said, though. It also, like, creates a lot more questions and things like, wait, why why did you do that? But after watching the fourth movie and then just recently watching one and two, I do want to see three again and see, like, how that holds up. Because I actually view three kind of as, um, I'm going to make a weird example here. Um, Every so often you get that, like, filler movie, and that filler movie is just kind of, like, teeing things off but it makes the next one that much better. I'm mm-hmm. going to say, like, Infinity War. Like, Avengers yeah. Infinity War, everyone loved that walking out. I just liked it. I wasn't in love with it. Yeah. But I feel like it teed and teed everything up, and without that, you don't get Endgame, which I think is 
one of the best superhero movies ever made. So, um, I, I, number three is kind of like that, but I need to see it again because it's been a while. You, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like a lot of those times, those movies could also call, kind of fall flat on their on their face. Because that's like, okay, that's kind of what Last Skywalker was. Seemed kind of like a tee off. We're getting ready for this shit. But then it was kind of redundant by the time you got to the third movie. So it's like, oh, okay, well, none of it fucking matters anyway. So, you, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and I think it might be one of those ones, too, if I had to kind of guess, where, like, you watched it the first time, and since things kind of go differently, and they try some other things and so on, you kind of go, wait a second, that's how it's going and so on. But then when you come back to it, and you watch it the next time, and you know what's kind of up, that sometimes makes for a better almost experience because now that you know what it is, you kind of come back into it and you go, oh, no, actually, this is actually really cool. You know, now that I've kind of accepted it for what it is, because I know that's how I feel sometimes there's a lot of those kind of movies. You watch it the first time and you kind of get that, eh, that was okay. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but then you come back to it later on and you kind of go, oh, no, this is actually really good. I, I have a feeling that might be like that with that one. Yeah, and it's also kind of... Um, keep in mind, I only saw it once, and I saw it like five or six years ago. But um, I feel like it's... Uh, how do I, God, I'm trying to think of like a real elo- eloquent way to put it without sounding like a fucking asshole. Because um, I didn't hate it. It, it. It's one of those things where a lot of movies have been doing lately, over the last, let's say, five to ten years, where if it's a, it's established franchise, it starts kind of deconstructing itself within like itself and putting it into the narrative you know you don't you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. kind of like i didn't realize it at first but looking back on it and also looking at a few little videos like a uh, video essays like oh oh so the reason these weird things are happening aside from just because it's trying to flip it on its head it's doing it's deconstructing itself and analyzing itself as a series and as a genre as opposed to just telling another robot story and mixing it up you know what i mean yeah it starts doing those like partial like fourth wall kind of breaking things i mean not necessarily talking to the camera but but kind of in that sense where it's like wait a second it's kind of it's almost like spinning itself around to look at itself yeah like i didn't realize it at the time but then thinking about it and then watching like a video or two on it now i don't know if ano has come out and officially said that about things about three but number four it's very obvious but in a good way i think um, so yeah, we'll we'll circle back on that. We might be covering I don't know which one's going to come out first, number three or Shang Chi. We're because we're definitely covering Shang Chi because yeah, that, kung that, fu movie. It's that, kung that, fu that, movie in theaters. That, that comes out I think Thursday. So yeah, so that that might be a little in between of uh, the Evangelions, but we can do them all. We, we can do them all together in a sense. Well, not together, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, with the same week maybe or something. But yeah, but um, yeah. But beyond that, I do look very forward to watching Evangelion 3.33. As I say, this actually kind of put me in a, the mode that, like, and I like the in-between time that we had between this movie and the second one and whatnot. I was like, shit, I'm going to watch some Gundam fucking wing in between, kind of get my, like, mech fix in there and so on. And I forgot how fucking serious that show is. That I mean, like, serious in a good way. It's like, that's like an anime where it's, there's, like, nobody's fucking laughing or bitching around, like, and literally all those kids in there are pretty much just full-on terrorists just murdering people left and right. I'm like, huh. This is a good fucking show. It's like I, I just—it's just been. I don't think I've watched it since like the you know in a sense like the late '90s, early 2000s when it was on like the Cartoon Network era. And it's yeah, like, last time I saw it. Yeah, it's just like and it's like I just forgot. It was just like one of those ones. It's like man, Gundam Wing is so good. And then it's also it's just amazing how brutal that thing is. I mean, I, I guess it's that easy one to wrap. Like, well, it's a mech killing another mech, 
Yeah, but there is also people inside those mechs getting brutally murdered, too. Well, yeah, but when it's an explosion, it's, it's a nice death. It was also kind of like... It's like, you know, well, I guess when I was a kid, I was like, well, they're exploding, but it's quick and painless, right? Well, not always. Sometimes just on fire. Like, whoa, whoa! And there's just the debris just blasted through your body now because it's, you know just exploding from every angle and whatnot and you're just like hanging on yeah it's just it's, it's just amazing how, like i just forgot like because there's the one part where there's the the chinese guy or whatnot he literally goes and he just you know 14 year old fucking kid goes to blow up an entire fucking barracks while everybody's asleep i'm like holy shit <laughs> like i'm trying to remember because i remember they had a lot i remember being like that was the first thing they had coming on tsunami like at midnight They're like it's uncut there's a little bit of blood, and they say, damn. But then, like, on top of that, though, there were things, like... There's, like, an episode, I remember, where one of them murders an entire space colony, and then it's, like, one of the main characters. And, like, it was a bad day. Well, that's what I mean. It's, like, all, all those main characters really aren't that... They're all, like... I mean, not all of them, I guess, are, like, terrorists, but, like, you know, you get Hero, and then you also get... I can't remember what the... There's a Chinese guy that's got, like, the... I almost want to say it's, like, the Shenlong, like, robot, but I, I don't think... think... I think, uh... Uh... Not... Late... Quay Long, I think, or uh, Quay Lin, something kind of like that. It's yeah, a very... Yeah, I, I want to say his robot's something like a Shenlong-type-sounding name. Um... But it's like you get him, and then it's like I mean, then there's like duo and so on. I mean, there, there's the one guy, the like the blonde, the ultra blonde guy who lives in yeah, who lives in like the Middle East, who really he's like to me, he feels like the embodiment of like Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. If he was a, a I was gonna say a live action person, but you know, an anime live action person and not a fox. Like he feels oh. like the Tails character like a hundred percent, like the whole way he talks and acts and everything. He's the nice guy who wants to try and do everything by the book as nice and as friendly as possible, and he's yeah. the one who's always trying. I think his name was Catra or Quatra. Yeah, it's like, like Quatra or something like that. Duo was the loudmouth American guy. I, I don't even know. I want to say like on Toonami they had all their listings of like their like their ethnicities, but I feel like that could have just been some shit that the dubbing company did. Like, uh. uh Duo. Hero was it? Hero is the main character. Hero. Well, or, it's funny because like in because I remember in the American version they call him Hero, but like in when I'm watching in the in the Japanese version, it's spelled H E E R O, so it's like Hero. So it's like oh, it's that's Hero. Just, it's literally just like a Japanese name, but in America, hey, Hero, whatever, he's the hero of the show. Fucking, that's what he's gonna be called. He's Hero. What? Hey, come on, this Hero. We're trying to sell this to a you know little wholesome American kids, you know, and so on. Make make him the hero. Shit. Like so, I felt like that's how it turned into that, you know. Um. Yeah, there's there's that, and then there's duo. He was supposed to be Japanese. Duo was supposed to be American. Fei Lin duo is my favorite character of them all, though. Yeah, Fei Lin or whatever, or Fei uh, uh, Fei Long or something. It was something like that. He was obviously Chinese, but then it said Catra uh, or Quatra uh-huh. was Egyptian. It's like really. He must bleach his hair then. He must be doing, you know, because, yeah. like... Well, I, yeah, well, you know, what I feel like is I feel like he's, like, one of those ones It's like, it's like a holdover, like, like, his family in World War II moved down there, you know what I mean, and to the Middle East, and there's never left. Yeah. You know, and, and now he kind of, like, is there. And then, and then he also got heavy arms. I can't remember what his name is, but he's, like... Oh, uh, 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 Troa? Yeah, Troa, that's right. It's weird. it's weird. I remember their robot names. And he was than... Russian. He was Russian. Apparently. Yeah, and he was in the circus and so on and whatnot. 
Which he, yeah. he, and he's got like literally the most proto like reverse mullet like emo haircut that like yeah. I, I feel like that show must have like created that haircut. I mean, there's other characters. I've seen that actually. I take that back because I remember there's a character in a like a, a '70s episode of Loop on the Third that had that kind of hairstyle too. So it's been around for a while. But uh, but yeah, no, Evangelion just kind of put me in that mood. I'm like, well, I'm gonna watch some Gundam Wing in between uh, these movies, and then it's just like then I fell kind of like into it. Like all of a sudden, I was like, shit, this is. Good. I, I forgot uh, how much I like Gundam Wing. I haven't seen it in years. I remember it being one of my favorite shows and like buying a lot of the toys and uh, buying a lot of the toys and the uh, models and all that around that time when it was coming out. So it was kind of like my door out of like, no fuck Pokemon. It's all about Gundam Wing, you know. But um, Gundam Wing and Dragon Ball Z, you know, these yeah. these American cartoons just can't keep up, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's put me there. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, Japan, they know what's up. You know what I mean? They, they say damn and, you know, people kill each other and shit goes down and battles last for 30 episodes. <laughs> but I haven't seen Gundam Wing in a while, but I have to check that out because I am. This is kind of putting me in a little bit more of an anime-ish type mood. But, you know, more animes that I know. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, anime. I do like anime. Then I'm like, let me just stick to the shit I know. Like, could you want to put on, like, this My Hero Academia shit? Like, give it two episodes. Not my thing. I'll just stick with what I know. It's all good. But it took you like a whole season before you got into Full Metal Alchemist. Don't give a shit. Sticking <laughs> to what I know. I'm just, I'm in that little comfort bubble now. Well, well I, I always feel like it's like because there's so much of it anyways, it's like you almost can kind of stay in your comfort zone of like anime. And I don't think it's really necessarily a bad thing because it's just, there, I mean, there's so much content just in that. Like if for me, it's like I always kind of feel for like it's that generally 80s, 90s era of anime. Like, Right there, there's already so many choices I have and so many episodes that I feel like, you know, I don't even know if I have enough lifetime left to really watch through all of them. So I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of good with that. And plus being able to, like, sort of watch, like, the Japanese versions of them, I think just makes a big difference, too. It's almost like you watch the show that you already kind of know and like, but then you almost kind of get, like, the sort of the better copy. It's almost like when I was going through, like, Tenchi Muyo again and so on like that, too. It's like, it's it's almost kind of, like in a sense, a nice, refreshing way to kind of go through it and then get, like, I don't know, I just feel like you get the Japanese, like, subtitled version. It's like, oh, this is the way it's kind of meant to be. It, it, it feels like it makes more sense. It's, it's no, no different than watching kung fu movies and you've been having, like, the cheap, like, dollar store version you got and then you finally get, like, the nice, put-together, like, Arrow or, like, um, Criterion Collection version. You're like, oh, shit, th- this, is, this is the way this movie's supposed to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be covering. Um, but going back to that, though, we'll uh, we'll More be covering number three. We'll yeah. be covering three pretty soon, and then probably maybe Shang Chi before or after. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, all that good stuff. There. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll combine our kung fu and our mech type anime. So there we go. But uh, till then, go to oldmanorange.com. You can find more podcasts, comic books like Pizza Boys, old animations, and all that fun stuff. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes, and I'm Ryan Dunnigan. We'll see you some other time. Later, folks.